The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Let's ride! Thursday, football day. The team is back together here. Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. Danny McRae. Trying to get me hooked on the Sour Patch Kids. You're wrong for that. Hit you know I got. You know I got a sugar freak problem, man. You're wrong for that, <laughs> man. Gonna smack on them all show. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to fight it again. Look at them all. Oh, the bad rub on the zip. You know, you know I'm Pookie. I'm, Pookie. I'm out here Pookie from New Jack City, man. Be calling. Oh, you be calling. Hey, no, what you doing? Oh. Harrison in the house. <laughs> Barry Church. What's happening, man? I'm Newey Scruggs. I am excited because I just left the locker room. Mm. Oh, boy. They, they let us have CeeDee Lamb right out there mm. to talk oh. to. Then we went over to DeMarcus Lawrence, who cut, who cut it short, cut the press conference short. Uh-oh. Felt like there was too many questions about the Eagles, too many questions about Jalen Hurts. He said, we them boys. Uh-oh. Hot boys season? He, he said, <clears throat> you all are talking about them. <clears throat> like, we got to worry about them. They got to worry about us. Hello. Uh-oh. Oh, oh. Uh-oh. Yes. Shots fired. Yes. Uh-oh. And this 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 how the destruction of the hot boys started, right? I, I so was about to say that. Oh, we do all that, all that right there. That fine. I love D Law. D Law is my guy. So that, that's all. That's all fine and dandy. But I know when he go home, he respects his opponent enough to do the extra studying so he can yeah. make sure he has an advantage on those guys. Oh, he no, better. Now, now he was about that too, but he just felt like, hey, you guys are asking all these questions about them, all these questions about her. We're good. We're good team. He's in. And he's like, they hadn't seen defense like us. So, my That's man true. is ready to go. That's true. They he's haven't seen ready. a front seven, seven like the Dallas Cowboys have. Nah. And I, I'll give them that. But they better be ready, man. They're they going to have their hands full. What they defense rank? Who, uh, Eagles? Yeah. I think they top ten. Yeah, they, yeah. Like they, they ahead of us. They hit, oh. oh, yeah, yeah. They ahead of mm. us. And they, they see each other every week. Mm. So that, that that's the thing about this game. It's going to be good on good almost across the board. Mm. All right. I got your numbers for you right here. So total defensive ranking, the Cowboys are seventh. The Eagles are 18th. When what it comes, was I looking at? I don't know. Okay, yeah. Maybe I'm watching too much TV this morning. When it comes to rushing defense, the Cowboys are 19th. The Eagles are seventh. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's my bad. All right. that, that's my why bad. I said top ten my too. Bad. I hey, seen the rush. I'm, I'm like, sorry. I'm sorry. Top 10. Good on good. <laughs> our our strength right now is the run. <laughs> and, they're, and they're good <laughs> running. Look, look, yeah. Look, look, look. Look, look, not my today, bad, America. Not my today, bad, America. Hey, man. Not today, not today America. They ain't going to get you, I, huh? I left, not I, today, America. I left a part out. I were good on their good. We're running the ball. They're good at stopping the run. Okay. When right. it comes to the passing defense, the Cowboys are ranked seventh. Philadelphia is ranked 21st overall. So That's surprising, too. They had a solid secondary. You know, I thought they'd be a little bit higher ranked than that. Yeah, mm-hmm. usually Slay, when, when teams stop the run that well. You know, then then teams other teams are throwing the ball yeah. more. Or when you got a lead, you, you know, lead. you play that prevent defense. You know, more importantly, I'm just saying uh, they go to the whole second half there in prevent. <laughs> Started third quarter, this is prevent defense. That's what no. we was last year. Well, out there, out there yeah. up twenty uh, at halftime, and then Trayvon Diggs out there with a tight back. <laughs> yeah, and then just racking up the yards. On my the boy was salty about that top ten Bro. last year, but he he, he know. He know. I had, I had bets on the line. 
Not no money, HR, not money. Okay. It was me between me and my wife and some friends, you know, food, out to eat. Food, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Know what talking about. yeah. Man, gave me fifty bucks. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In food. It was a it, was, right, a Nino gi- Brown. it was a gift card. I'm putting cases on all of No, no, that's not Nino Brown. I know, I know. It's Benzel. I know. Okay, I know. Okay. I know. Get, get our get our get our heroes straight. Uh turnover margin. <laughs> We've got the Cowboys tied for second in the league. At plus five, the Eagles are number one in turnover margin, plus nine. So there are a lot of similarities to these teams. And you start to kind of dive into some numbers here, with um, which explains why they, they are both where they are. Cowboys four and one, Eagles five and uh, five and zero, oh, Eagles five and a half point favorites in this football game. Also in the locker room for consumption here, uh, C.D. Lamb and. Dak's, Dak was throwing. I mean, it's no secret out there. Another yeah, yeah, we saw him. Dak was throwing. We saw so, him. So Clarence Hill said, because he was like, oh, yeah, Dak looked good. He said, was it in practice or after practice You were throwing, he was throwing to you? And then he's like, oh, look at you. Look at you. Because Dak's trying to see, because Clarence trying to see, did Dak practice? Was mm-hmm. he practicing? And so CD very, very understood exactly where the uh, trap was being laid. It's like, nah, I'm not giving you anything on that. Mm. But uh, I don't know. If, did you guys get to see anything? Uh, but he ripped it. Yeah, I we saw, saw him. I saw him yeah. rip it. I saw him you rip saw him? it. What you see out yeah, there? I man? saw him spin it. I saw I saw the placement look look good enough, you know what I'm saying, for me to be happy with him if he was comfortable going into the game. Now I didn't see him take any snaps from under center or no, anything like that. that. I just saw him throwing the ball. And I thought the placement was okay. He looked like a guy who may have been a little rusty from not being in there for a few weeks, but I don't think he had any issues actually throwing the football. Yeah, we saw, you know, the grip was there. It wasn't like, you know, he was shot putting the throw or anything like that. Um, you know, he had a couple, you know, short intermediate passes, threw a couple deep ones as well. Uh, didn't really see too much of that velocity and that zip on there. But like I said, it could be from a little bit of rust. And everybody looks great when they're in shorts and they're out there just throwing with no line and nothing in front of you and no pressure coming at you. So I guess the guy, he looked overall pretty good. Um, first step, though. First, it was first step. See. It was first step. I still believe Cooper Rush is going to play this week, though. I agree with you there. Uh, back to uh, my man Tank and, and how Tank feel, felt about the Eagles' questions. Mm-hmm. You know, he should feel that way. He should feel like a lot of the pressure is on them. And they should be answering a lot of questions about this Dallas Cowboys defense. This is a man. The way that they're building this up, you talk about waiting all day for Sunday night, man. I'm I'm at that point where this they need to play this game tonight. That's why I kept saying Thursday <laughs> the other day because the game need to be right now. See, we even. See, yeah. I messed up early. It's all good. It's all good. I started the week out, man. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna clean it up. Though. I'm gonna finish strong. Uh, but you know this this defense. The Cowboys defense comes into a game where they have they're riding high on confidence. They've shut down the two Super Bowl uh teams mm-hmm. from last year and they made those games hard. When you go back to the champions that they beat down last week, they got to feel good about their ability to get those sack strip fumbles, take the ball away. Uh, but still, they're going up against a Philadelphia team that has a defense as well that they're going to rely heavily on and as much as this is a big deal, which quarterback they decide to go with this weekend. Mm. It really is. Because if Dak is 80%, I say he got to play. If it's 80%, because that 80%, I feel like, is better than Cooper Rush's 100%. Okay. And that may not be popular opinion amongst Cowboy fans, but I just feel like with Dak coming back, our offense will be able to open up that much more. And you know, you know the Eagles are going to load the box and dare Cooper Rush to try and throw the ball over the top. You know, And the only thing, the solace that I have is that Cooper Rush has already faced 
a defensive line that's really tough, and that's the Washington Commanders. Yeah, I mean, they he he ran into Allen. Those got sweat. Those guys, to me, man for man, were, were much better as a defensive front than the Eagles have. Can we build off what you just said here? Okay, so Heck says if he's eighty percent, he goes. If he's eighty percent, what do you do? I'm wrestling. It's just it's not too too much of a game. Like to me, you're still playing with house money. If you go down four and two, you're still good. You're still good in the division. You're still good in the NFC. If this was you know a playoff situation or this was a must win game to get into the playoffs, then I could see hey, eighty percent, maybe sixty percent of Dak. I would still go out there. But to me, it's just not worth the risk. If he goes out there and something happens, he gets injured out for the rest of the season. It's still a long season left. You know, still a lot of games left. So to me, I'm resting him. Let Cooper Rush go out there and finish his last week out. Yeah, I, I say rest him. Um... You drop this game, I, I feel like you may be in trouble in the East. You're still good in the NFC. Mm-hmm. I, you drop this one, Eagles could go go on a roll, yeah. and then you'll be stuck trying to catch them. But what I don't want to happen is we're not sure if Dak is 100% healthy, and then I got to hold my breath every snap that he's out mm-hmm. there wondering, is he healthy? Is this going to be the one where he re-injures it because it's not really fully healed like it's supposed to be? And I don't think you want your team feeling that way. Because I don't want to be feeling that way. So I wouldn't even imagine how you on the sideline watching it as a defender or, or a receiver. Like, oh, man, like holding your breath every time. Because then you're not focused on what you're supposed to be focused on. So that's the only thing that would worry me about that. But if, it's, guys, if it's not healed enough for him to feel comfortable that he won't re-injure it. Yeah. Not about his rust about not getting any practice. I just feel like you guys as being ultimate competitors in this league, ain't no way in hell they could have kept y'all off the field. Oh, yeah. That's a well, that's a lot of doubt. I feel like if, <laughs> no if I ain't on the field, they're going to take my spot. They're going to give it away. So, that, so <laughs> look, look, listen to what you said. I had to. That, those same sentiments and even the way that he won his job, the media swell is getting to that point. All right. Building, and, sure. and, and, and maybe the people that, that, that's on the team, they're not listening to any of this because they're like, man, as soon as Dak ready, he playing. Mm-hmm. We have 70, 100 million reasons that he's going <laughs> to play. Uh, but the more that this confidence behind Cooper Rush goes, Dak has to be hearing that. And But also as a competitor as a competitor and leader of this team, Thursday night football, I mean, Friday, Sunday night football, <laughs> Sunday night football, he's got to know, man, I, I want to be a part of that. You know, we're going out and we win this game. Man, we're the toast of the NFL. Yeah. We are the toast of – we're putting everybody on notice we win this game. Listen, he that got a lot of reasons to be able to take his time. Now, from your point of view of, like, he want to be a part of it, yeah, I think that is something that's in his mind. I don't think he's worried about getting the spot taken by Cooper Rush. No. no matter what all the media and all of them are saying, they can still look back last week and see that Cooper Rush barely had 100 yards passing. Yeah. All right? They can look and see that we have changed our game plan – completely. It's a complete 180 from what it was last year and even when Dak Prescott started in game number one. So they like you can put all these things together and see Dak will probably be a lot better than what Cooper Rush is doing. Although Cooper Rush is doing good, mm-hmm. but when you're paying a guy $40 million a year, you're saying, okay, if Cooper Rush is here. Once that gets back, which is what uh, Jerry is saying, then right. we should be way up here. Yeah, like Everything should flow a little bit better. The Actually a lot better. The Eagles offensive line <laughs> against the Cowboys defensive line. Back to, to, to Tank Lawrence there. This will probably, I'd argue, the best offensive line they've faced all year long. Game one, Tampa had issues on their O-line. We're missing some starters. Then the Bengals week two, we know they're, they're they issues on. Yeah, then then you get uh, you know, week three, you got the Giants. Who who they ran through their 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 offensive lines had its issues. Then the Commanders, where well, you know they were terrible, and then last week 
Here it is, the ranch. Trash. So now, <laughs> right? So so now, you know, here, here it is. You're facing a line that that's pretty that's, that's, stout. that's been intact here, yeah. and so this is going to be an interesting challenge because one of the strengths of their football team is they're being able to run the ball. They got a good O line, and here are the Cowboys with a good defensive line here. How do we see strength on strength? Let's go with you, Heck. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Well, look, I don't know if y'all saw the tweet, but uh, Jason Kelsey went under the tent. Uh, why doing individual drills in, in Philly? So that's Ooh. that's something we're talking about. Dax's huge thumb, Kelsey missing would be huge for them as well. So just keeping the pulse with their offensive line. But you're right. I mean, these guys. Lane Johnson is a dog. Been a dog for a very long time out of OU. And this Jordan Malata guy. I don't know where they found this mountain of an individual, <laughs> uh, but he is a big dude. And, you know, the, the Dallas Cowboys have been successful with getting home with just four guys. Mm-hmm. And that's the secret. And they don't have to relegate a whole bunch of guys to get that pressure. And in this game versus the Eagles, you find yourself thinking, okay, well, if you can't get home with four guys, then it brings you out of what you've been used to. Your formula that Dan Quinn has right now that's been working through these five games, he may have to go in his bag and pull out something different. Now, does he have that gear? Because now you're coming up against an opponent that can expose you in every area, especially in the running game. And so I think we all will agree the one weakness of this Dallas Cowboys defense is giving up the big play in the run Mm -hmm. uh, and not so much in the pass. So uh, that's that's the thing. That's what worries me. But I think they're nicked up. And I just believe our relentless pass rush, man, they've got to be in their head right now saying, look, how in the hell do we prepare for four guys that double like eight guys? Without a doubt. And and that's huge. That Kelsey knew. Right there is huge because we we saw what happens when you don't have your center in there. Look at Travis Frederick. You know, this offensive line hasn't been the same since he's left. So he's not in there. That's huge. But to me, the Eagles, they got two two offensive or two tackles out there, like you mentioned, that can hold their own. Yep. You know, they can they, they can slide the protection away from those guys because they feel, I'm not sure how so I would leave Parsons one-on-one, but they feel as though, you know, Lane Johnson on that right oh. side can handle his business one-on-one over there. And if you can you know, slide away from him and have a guy go one-on-one over there, it, it leads a lot to things that can, yeah. can open up for your offense. So this will be a huge matchup. And like you said, um, Dan Quinn, he gets after guys with just rushing four people. He likes to muddy the back end so the windows are extremely small. If you have to use more resources to get after Hurts, that leaves your back end a little bit, you know, a little bit open for, for, for uh, passes to get thrown in there. So we'll see what they can do with these matchups. But if they can get pressure with those four, I got the I got the Cowboys uh, doing some damage out there. Yeah, I think I think just to put into context, like when we do strength on strength, our D line versus their O line. Our D line strength is pass rushing. Yeah. Right. So, and the strength of Philly's offensive line is being able to move the line of scrimmage so these guys can run the ball. And like you said, we all agree that if there's one weak spot on this 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 uh, defense that we kind of worry about, it's our ability to stop the run. So all great for us to be able to rush for, you know, add another guy in there, possibly get some pressure on Jalen Hurts because we know that he struggles when you bring a blitz. But if you don't stop the run and we don't make sure that we have that tight, you're not going to get the opportunity mm-hmm. to do it, which is what I'm like. That's what I want to see out of this defense. We think we got all bases covered on coverage and blitz and getting pressure and all that. How solid can we be in the run? Because we saw that be our weakness against San Fran last season. Yeah. And we need to make sure that we have that uh, buttoned up before we get deeper into the season and possibly making this playoff run. So that is going to be the matchup to see for me. Can our run defense stand up to their uh, run offense? All right, let's take our first break. I went in the locker room, had a conversation on camera 
tell you about that. I think I'll, I think I'll be well received for doing this. Okay. And uh, Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey with some interesting comments about the Eagles fans versus the Cowboy fans. We'll do that on the Players' Lounge. Peace. Barry Church, Heckma Harrison, Danny McCray, Newey Scruggs. This show is brought to you by Tostitos. This is DallasCowboys.com radio. It's Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Back to the Players' Lounge. Head to AT&T Stadium on Saturday, October 22nd to experience Rally Day presented by SeatGeek. Get ready to cheer on your Dallas Cowboys with tours of AT&T Stadium, ticket giveaways, games, inflatables, and more. Visit attstadium.com slash rallydays for tickets and more information. Heckma Harrison, Barry Church, Danny McCray, I'm Newey Scruggs. This is the Players' Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. Jason Kelsey, the Eagle Center went on the radio and had this to say in describing Philadelphia and Cowboy fans. Quote, two polar opposites. Philly, an extremely localized, diehard fan base that's authentic to all of them growing up together in this community. Most of the Cowboys fan base is built on commercialism and pop culture. Laker slash Yankee type fans. Mm. Yeah, he should have been. He was probably dropped on his head early in his life. 
Yeah. That's it. Oh, what you think? You know, hey, you know, I mean, I, I love it. I, me personally, I love it. I love them riling up the fan bases and the difference that people think uh, Dallas Cowboy fans are like. You know, and between. Like, I, I just can say, like, real Dallas Cowboy fans, the ones that's never been to AT&T Stadium, the one that never went to, to Texas Stadium, but a diehard, diehard Dallas Cowboy fans. If you go to Oak Cliff, South Dallas, West Dallas, all around the Metroplex, when the Cowboys is on, it's quiet. It's quiet in the hood because everybody is tuned in to them boys. Now, the ones that can afford to go out there and yell and scream, maybe, hey, I can give you, maybe give you something on that uh, because people will say when you go to other places, they may be a little bit louder than they are at home and other people buying up all the tickets to see their team when they come to AT&T Stadium. But uh, he, got, he, got, he got Dallas Cowboy Nation. Uh, he got us mixed up, right? He need to pick another word for us, man. Pop culture, what? It's, it's fitting for a guy. Who plays for the Eagles? Yeah, I yeah. mean, well, what, what are he supposed to say? What he's, he he has to make his fans feel better. <laughs> I don't agree with it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Dallas is known for being a little bougie. Mm-hmm. All right, that don't mean that the fandom is any less than what mm-hmm. theirs. We just different. We just different kind. We just exactly. a little different kind. We still gonna show up. And lately, that stadium has been loud. I remember we had an issue when uh, we used to play, where mm-hmm. we used to have to put it up in the in the in the, in the newspaper or something. Yeah. Be like, hey man, make sure y'all come out, man. It's been real quiet out here. But <laughs> but remember, we were going eight and eight and oh, losing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you guys went twelve and four. Then we had a thirteen and three season. But ever since that twelve and four season, yeah, the stadium has been rocking. Yeah. And like you said, not only there, I'm from Houston, all right? And a lot of people became Cowboys fans in Houston when the Oilers left, right? And that was something that you never thought would have happened because there's a Dallas versus Houston rivalry. Absolutely. But it's still a lot of Cowboys fans out there, motorbikes, you know what I'm saying, slabs on swangers with Cowboy (laughs) stars on there. The fandom is real. I don't know what this man is talking about, but I understand why he's talking about it. Yeah, I, I don't get it either. Because, you know, if you, if you look at those Philly fans up there, they'll trade on you quick. All right? <laughs> you see how they did McNabb up there. They, they, they'll trade on you quick. And one time, I think it was 14, and uh, we, it was a night game up there in, in Philly. All oh, they talking all types of stuff. Dude, I'll never forget. He had a uh, Randall Cunningham jersey on behind me. Talking all type of noise. Oh, we're going to beat your brakes off y'all, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, we ended up beating Eagles. I turned around. This man took his Cunningham jersey off. He had an Emmett Smith jersey on right underneath that. I said, man, what, what are we doing out here? What are we doing out here? And no. I said, you know what? Nah, nah, I can't no. trust y'all, man. Y'all too toothpaste no. up there, no, man. No, you got to hit it with the various. You hate to see you it. You hate to see it, man. You hate to see it. I'm like, man, that's how y'all do it? Y'all switching up like that? Nah, I can't get down like that, man. I can't do it. I remember going out to... Arizona back when when they the Cardinals played at uh, Sun Devil Stadium, and it was a game that <laughs> late you know, late Cowboy turnovers and Arizona ends up winning, and they stormed the field. You even saw people with Cowboy jerseys who from Arizona was cheering for the Cardinals. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like because it was one of those things of like all in Arizona, those fans before they got there, they they were Cowboy fans. They were trying to flip some of them, but at the end of the day, when the Cowboys still go out there, they own them. Oxnard, man. You go out to Oxnard, man. You see what Cowboy Nation. You saw what happened in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Okay? I remember talking to Skip Pete when he said he was working for the Rams. And he told Sean McVay, hey, we need to come up with some silent calls in this playoff game. He was basically like, man, shut up. It was our game, our house. He's like, I'm trying to tell you. Halftime, he looks, damn, you were right. (laughs) <laughs> Who let these people in here? Yeah. <laughs> so, so Jason Kelsey can talk about they're fake, they're this, they're that. 
but I've seen it real. San Francisco, Jim Harbaugh, the year they ended up, I want to say they went to the Super Bowl that year. Um, if not, they had a tremendous run. But it was a really, it was, it was, it was a year where Kaepernick was playing, and about five minutes to go, when you're on the when you're the visiting media, they let you go down to the stadium. I couldn't tell. So you're walking, you know, trying to walk down, and it was Romo, Romo and Jesse, that mm-hmm. game. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I couldn't tell what was going on, like the cheers were, because there were so many Cowboy fans of a candlestick. It's like, is, is, was that a good play for the Cowboys? Because we couldn't see. And it was just another case of the Cowboy fans showing up. And ultimately, I'm going to end it with this. Philly fan is like Texas Tech fan. They know they're not Texas. They know they're not A&M. They know they're not Oklahoma. You've got an inferiority complex. And the Cowboys are their bar. They measure themselves against the Cowboys. Just like it was Dallas week up in Washington. Mm-hmm. Man, they, NBC, I, after I get done today, I got to go do something for NBC Philly. Just like I do something for NBC Washington. I said, you know, we never call you because our people here don't care about you like that. Mm. You care about us. You want to hear from me. Hey, you got any video today from the locker room? Yeah, fool, what you want? Do I call and ask him for some, I don't need Jalen Hurts video? Nothing, because you know what? Cowboy fan here doesn't want to see that. In Philadelphia, they want to hear, oh, what did Tank say? They want to hear that. That's what they need up there because they're Texas Tech. Texas Tech fan, I like you. But at the end of the day, you know the pecking order. You're not on top. And that's what Philly fans, they want to be on top so bad, so bad. It means so much to them. I mean, these fools might storm the field if they win. I'll say, ah, we won. Uh, game game I six. Can see it six, six, yeah, try, six games to get, in. Trying to find somebody to sue. Trying <laughs> 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 to find the next victim. They, they, got, they got a playoff baseball game there. Do you know what they're talking about? This game, the football game, yeah. a regular season game, because it's the Cowboys. Now, the pressure's on them, man. It's the pressure's on them. They're 5-0. and oh. I mean, they're riding high. Everybody's talking about how good they are. As a team, everybody has expectation mm-hmm. now for, for the Philadelphia Eagles. So, you know, of course. I mean, the city should be – they should feel – I mean, they're nervous. That's all that – that's nervous talk right there. That's all I'm hearing right but there it's nervous all, talk. it's what they live with, the <laughs> inferiority complex. Hey. When I used to go you – know, back in 2016, when they used to call me every, every you know, time they played, they would always ask me, Dak or Carson Wentz, you know, who's better or who's better? And I would laugh. I'm like, guys, you, you moved up in the draft to take a dude number two, and yet you want to compare him to a guy who was a Cowboys second, fourth round pick? What's wrong yeah. with you guys? <laughs> what, what's wrong? But that's their, their whole thing. Yeah. We, we need to feel our guy is better than your guy. I mean, they needed to carry this argument around and want to go at it with me. And they don't ask that question no more. I mean, look at the coach. The man got T-shirts made. Like what? The, they ain't making no T-shirts for no other team out there. They got a t- beat I'm Dallas. Goofy. I'm goofy. That was that? terrible. That's so that goofy. Was terrible. Oh yeah, he chose. He chose wrong. Yeah. Oof. That was bad. He chose wrong. I hate that bad. He got swept that year, Tom. Yeah. Hate, mm-hmm. sure hate, hate to see it. Mm-hmm. Hate to see. It. Sure <laughs> so that was that was Jason Kelsey there. Um, Michael Parsons says he's playing. He says he is playing. He's been dealing with the groin injury. Uh, how do how did if you're if you're Nick Sirianni, how do you uh, how do you is it called big briefcase? Is that what you call the, it? The bazooka. The bazooka. Yeah, it is. The yeah. big bazooka. Yeah. What, what's what's the plan? You think? I mean, they have to. You just who I don't know who just said it about their two tackles and feeling like they can go one on one with Micah, but 
that's going to be a bad plan yeah. if they do try and do that. It's just for all of our guys on defense, can they win their individual matchups? That's all this game comes down to. Dan Quinn has been doing a masterful job on the back half of this defense, confusing the hell out of quarterbacks. And he's going to have to do the same thing against Jalen Hurts. He's got to show one coverage good into another, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you mentioned it, man. And it's because he's a running quarterback that you have to make sure that you have people in his face. Because if he finds an alley or something's op- something opens up, he's going to throw caution to the wind and he's going to head that way. You know, so and I think those are the those are just the little things that I worry about with, with Jalen Hurts. But I just feel so confident in what Dan Quinn is doing with this, with his front four, uh, but also lining uh, Michael Parsons up all over the field. And I've said it before, I want Michael Moore at linebacker in this game because I think he needs to spy or at least be a, an asset to us to be able to go sideline to sideline uh, with this running game. Yeah, if, I, if I'm the Eagles, uh, I'm not going to lie, I'm, I'm going straight at Parsons when I'm running the ball. And I'm going to put him in the, in the bind. I'm going to do that RPO on him. And he's a younger player, so I don't think he knows all the nuances of the RPO. So if I'm, I'm Nick Sirianni, I'm the Eagles, I'm going straight at him. And I'm putting him in a dilemma because if you're going to let him come off scot-free off the edge, off the edge versus is RPO, it's up to him. Is he going to choose to dive? Because if he chooses to dive and chases the running back, I'm hurts. So I'm pulling that thing out and I'm out the gate. Now, if he chooses to come after Hurts, then you let the running back ride. So, to me, I'm putting him in the dilemma, and it's going to take him away. It's going to slow him down. He's not just going to be able to come off the line of scrimmage and cause hell like he does in each and every other game. So, if that's what I'm doing with the, with the, with the Sirianni and them, but in order to do that, they're going to have to win on first and second down. Right. Because you're not going to be able to go out there and run an RPO on third and eight or something like that because – Nine times out of ten, somebody's going to rally up and, and tackle the running back or whoever has the ball. So if I'm the Eagles, I'm going straight at Parsons running the ball because we've known if you go away from him, he has that speed to chase you down. We've seen it time and time again. He comes off that edge, whether it's the quarterback you know, trying to escape or a running back trying to turn a corner, he's going to be able to track you down. So I think the only thing they can do as far as running the football, if they're not going to run straight at him with the RPO, try to run it up the gut. But it's a tough decision to make, but I'm, I'm making him make that decision instead of letting him just cause havoc in my backfield like that. Yeah, depend, depending on where he's lined up at. Yeah. yeah, if you have opportunity to run at Michael Parsons, especially if they get him on third and short and we have him lined up over the tackle, you got to run at Michael Parsons. Mm-hmm. You, you you have to try it. Um, if not, yes, you want to slow him down by playing with his eyes mm-hmm. if he's playing on that second level back at, uh, back at linebacker, right? You got to find a way to make sure he is the person who does not wreck your game, yeah. right? And if you can find a way to slow him down by, with the RPO mm-hmm. and putting him in a, in a position where he has to decide which one he's going to take or if he knows which one he has to take, yeah. but it just takes another split second for him to decide because Jalen Hurts holds it a little bit, then that's that's the key to making sure that you neutralize Michael Parsons a little mm-hmm. bit. But in order to do that, like I said, you got to be running the ball damn good, you got right, to, yeah. to get into yeah. third and short to do that. Because you're not going to see Michael Parsons lined up on the on the tackle when they lined up in the 22 personnel or 12 personnel Man. on first and 10, mm-hmm. right? So you got to earn the right to get Michael Parsons in a position where you think that you can have an advantage on him. And I don't I don't see them doing that as long as we stop the run, as I expect we are. As I expect that we will stop the run. I'm leading into I, I expect us to stop the run on Sunday night. Receipts. So two thirty one. I don't know. I went in the locker room because they brought CeeDee Lamb outside. So I went in the locker room. The first person I interviewed, CJ Goodwin. 
Because of you guys. Because of you guys. He was our first guest. He was our first guest, man. You guys cut some more candy, bro. You deserve it. Like, you know what, man? And now, it's the second time I've I've had, I went and found CJ. All right, second time this year. So just so you guys can get off me and give me my flowers, I've done it. Hello, did did you interview him or you just came with him to say hi? No, no. no. He was shocked. He's like, hey, man. Don't care on me. You can say hair was done. I said, "Me, get your hat." Okay, I can't. I can't, I can't. <laughs> yes, so, get ready. I ain't, I ain't got that problem. Right. So, so, all right. Hey, okay. hey, hey, man, shout out to you. That's, man. that's what's shout up, man. I was the only one. Everybody else was going other place. No, nobody <laughs> came, up, but I came up to him. Man. So, hey, you got show us love, man. He's a staple. So, so, so the thing is, he, they always got on me like, man, you don't ever go talk to the special teams guys. You don't go. So, Special he's gonna have to have a, he's gonna have to have an impact too. Yeah, he will. That play I was talking about earlier when I got the strip sack fumble and stuff. Mm-hmm. Nobody interviewed me after the game either, mm. including Newey. That's wild. Where was that one at? Uh, New, New York, York. New York. Nine eleven. Us against the Jets. Mark Sanchez. I wasn't yes. there. It's was, okay, man. I wasn't there. It's all right, man. I, 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 can't, I wasn't there. We came back. I mean, we we didn't stay in New York. We came back. We was here all week. That's your man, <laughs> man. Coming that's, your, that that's your man. You coming to ask me nothing, man? How, man, how, how'd you how'd you you know? I was on vacation. I was on vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay, <laughs> man. That's I got my dog church is there. I was I was the only one celebrating with yeah. him. The only one. Good, that's crazy, man. man. Good, good, but man. I was there though. I had my dogs back. I had my dogs back. <laughs> I hope you guys cuddled up and felt real good about that, man. All right, let's hit our break. There breaks. you go, man. With the sapusi. That's let's what we did. Hit our break. You're funny. You ain't lying. Though. Somebody's got a birthday around here. Let's talk about it right here. On the Players Lounge, brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! With Smoothie King's Original Angel Food and New Angel Food Slim without added sugar, you no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups, so you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic Angel Food or the New Angel Food Slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back, back to the back. Players' Lounge. The most action-packed motorsport experience in the world returns to Arlington. Celebrate the 30th annual anniversary of Monster Jam on Saturday, October 15th at AT&T Stadium. Tickets are on sale now at SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. And guys, let me tell you something. Me and my son, man, we used to go to all of these monster jams, man. Now he's too big and too cool for it, and I'm a little upset. Oh, Is that a tear? Man. Yeah. You upset or sad? Um, both. Okay. How, yeah. how old is your son now? 15. Oh, you don't want to hang out with daddy. Yeah, he don't, he don't want to do monster jams. Can you drop me off at the movies? Don't come man. with me. <laughs> I ain't looking forward to that time. Man. I ain't looking forward to it. I don't watch a movie with you no more, daddy. Drop they, me off. Where they do that? They what you everywhere. Mean? Drop you off. Yeah, drop me man. off, man. What? Ain't no more daddy, uh, daddy son that movie son? time. My little boy right now, he all on it. Yeah, damn, let's oh, go play, man. And take advantage of it, because it, it, when it comes to an end, you get no notice. You don't get no warning. You <laughs> just, just like, nah. Yeah, just, you, you, can, you can sit this one out, though. I got this. I'm, man. Man. Man, I'm not paying for it unless I can go. <laughs> you want to go? Yeah. <laughs> You know, the first time you, when you ask him, he's like, Dad, I want to go to the movie to see XYZ. He'd be like, oh, yeah, son, I'm actually off that day. We could go. He'd be like, nah, I was going to go with little, little Timmy. Uh, <laughs> like, that going to hurt me, man. That going to hurt me. I'm going to go with my friend. I'm yeah. just going to go with my friend. <laughs> you yeah, like, that uh, 21st of October, Friday night, 7 p.m., over at uh, Showmire Arena. Ludacris is playing hey. TCU basketball. So I told my my daughters, at 18 and, and 16-year-old, I said, I'm going to go see Ludacris. You want to come? Yeah, we want to come. I was like, okay, roll out. We're going to hey, roll out. Roll while, out. Hey, while you're there, tap him on the shoulder, ask if you can come to UNC Pembroke and do your homecoming. <laughs> no. That, and, that'll and, change. That's a game changer, though. That will. That's that a game changer. Game if you changer. upgraded to a ludicrous <laughs> over digital underground man. and CC Penniston, oh, man. CC Music Factory, sir. My, oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. That's doing a gospel hey. singer. <laughs> hey, say, hey, man. We, we don't need that much church yet. <laughs> we struggling over here at UNC Pembroke, bro. You Would you mind doing us the pleasure? Because last, last year we songs. had, we had Vanilla songs. Ice. Mm. As soon as you say Vanilla Ice, he going to know that y'all need help for real. Yeah. So because you went to LSU, you don't understand budgeting costs. Okay? When we get it's you, the trustees. There's two ways we going to get you. Okay? In and out. We're going to get you on the way up. <laughs> on the way down. <laughs> like we got Dave Chappelle. No, man. <laughs> like we got Carrot Top. Or we're going to get you on the way down. Yeah. So yeah. so that's that's how we can – that's our budget's going to fit that. So y'all don't have enough people paying dues either, huh? Yeah. Oh, we got a lot of churches. We got a lot, got a lot, of, got a lot of churches. Y'all want to pay y'all alumni dues, huh? So I homecoming got to have a good life. I huh? got them alligator on. I can't. I mean, get in why, there, Why man. there's not a buried church scholarship set at Toledo, I don't know. Man, ain't nobody reached bro- out. Nobody yeah. reached out, man. But you, you threw that Toledo to mail in the wow. trash can. As soon as you hey. see that damn uh, rocket man on there, he throw that stuff right they, in the they trash They got my number, can. man. All they got to do, don't hit me up. Toledo, make it right. You know if you call, they'll take your call. Man, I'm sure, man. 
Why I was, some money, you know, a Barry Church scholarship, man, to make the kids right. need. He don't I, answer unknown I, numbers. How I, you, how you going to talk man. to them? If I seen the 419 on there, I'm picking up. <laughs> I, I just need a I, call, man. I, 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 I wouldn't ask you to do anything out here. Toledo, make this thing right, man. You know, I do it, man. I wouldn't do anything. I wouldn't ask you to do anything I didn't do, man. Barry the change. Barry the change, man. I set up two scholarships. See, I just need an opportunity. I don't got the number. That sounds good. You know, I you know, I'm all for it. I just don't got the number. Just, I can you see it now. Man of the year. You got, you, you got Google, right? Oh, yeah. I, I, Google I, Athletic Department. It'll, it'll pop up. Like, right, not I'm, only will it pop up, the AD's email will pop up. An assistant. I'll believe, send him an email. Someone will Toledo. Toledo. <laughs> Toledo. <laughs> someone will I can't, Toledo. I can't even keep a straight face. Y'all know. Barry, <laughs> Barry has gone from Ashy to Classy. Hey, All right. Hey, hey. And he left Ashy back to the wood. Huh? Yeah, he saw the and he still got his, <laughs> And he's still holding on to it. Soothing hydration. Soothing hydration. Get your skin right. You know, I see you for uh, Get your skin right. For dry skin. Now I see you. Hey, intensive. They right, give the eczema <laughs> lotion. Yeah, we don't know, we don't know who the first official lotion sponsor. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know hey, Jerry I, got a lotion go, sponsor. He got everything. Yeah, <laughs> Jack Black. Yeah, for you people who got dry skin. <laughs> Speaking oh, of man. Jerry Jones, he turns eighty today. Mm, eighty years old. Hey. And I think about Jerry buying this team in nineteen eighty nine, and. He was heavily criticized, paid the most uh, for any NFL franchise, but he just didn't buy the Cowboys. He had to buy Texas Stadium. And people were saying, you don't want to own a stadium. You don't want to be in the stadium business. You just want to own the team. Because back then, most stadiums were owned by the city. Jerry looked at Texas Stadium and said, how can I make more money? When you talk about people saying, we, we need club suites and, and we, we need luxury boxes, this was Jerry. Jerry put him in there. And then when they started winning, he made him sign a 10-year deal. Jerry making money left and right. So everybody's mm-hmm. like, man, I want to own my own stadium. I want to own the parking. I want to own the concessions. They wanted to be Jerry. Jerry really taught owners how to, how to make money in this league. And now if you think about it, all those dual stadiums you used to see, like these back in your spot mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh, Riverfront, mm-hmm. everybody, like baseball, we want our own stadium. We want to control the money. That was Jerry showing people how to make money. So he's in the Hall of Fame um, for the three Super Bowls, but really for – teaching the league how to make money, how to how to increase revenues. It's what he did outside his own building that helped build the league. The league we watch today is a big credit to Jerry Jones, who was a part of the television committee, who brought in Fox, who created another network. And now, man, we see game tonight. You want to watch the game tonight? Got to go to Amazon. These are yeah. things that Jerry was always forward thinking about. So um, happy birthday, Jerry. Uh, I'll say this, man. I've said it many times before. That man passes away, it's going to be a sad day for people like me in the media because I've never been around anybody who provided more access, who gave the media more access. And so uh, props to you, Jerry. We do have a game tonight. Happy birthday, Jerry. I'm going to make yeah, sure happy, you get happy, birthday. happy birthday. Happy birthday. Jerry. Happy birthday. Trendsetter. Oh, yeah. Without a you know doubt. What I'm saying? Cool as ever, man, out there with Post Malone. Oh, you yeah. You know what I'm saying? He had you know, Steve and A on this time. Yeah. When you talk about a guy know how to market, yes. know how to make Ooh, sure that the team is going to stay relevant, know how to make them dollars, you know what I'm saying, cares about his players, yeah, my man is. Jerry. All right. Thursday night football. Yes, heck, Thursday night football tonight. Thursday night football. Mm. Um, you should be worried. No, nah, because you you know, make sure it's not the Eagles and the Cowboys. It's uh, Thursday night. It is yes, the, thank you. Thank you for reminding yeah, me. I, what night. <laughs> like, I, got the, I got the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the Commanders who are yeah, one in four. Damn, <laughs> By the way, if you haven't yeah. read the ESPN uh, expose on Dan Snyder, put your eyeballs on he that. About, oh, that's Nino Brown. 
That man said, hey. I'm going to put cases on. Oh, no. He was Nino Brown when he got up. He said, if I'm going down, I'm going to take oh, a whole yeah. lot of people oh, with me. Oh, yeah. I got to listen to Oh, he was the same thing. If y'all come at me, I'm so, he, did <laughs> he did this. He did that. How about it? man say how to hire a private investigator for everybody. Mm. He went out. This like the TV show stuff. Scandal. Scandal, yeah, scandal yeah. He got it Hide on him. behind your car and stuff, taking pictures of you. He, 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 he doing it himself. He, <laughs> <laughs> he oh, he was there. in the parking lot. 11.58 p.m. <laughs> I seen him right there. Him. <laughs> Commanders, Bears. Bears, two and three. Commanders, one point favorites. Uh, I'll start it off here. Give me the Bears. Okay. Not easy, huh? Yeah, man. I'm just gonna go with the Bears to win this one. It's, it's, it's Thursday night football, so expect ugliness. Where's it at? Washington. It's in it's in Chicago. Oh, in Chicago. His old right. his old his old spot. So give me the Bears to win this one, uh, 19 to 14. That was temporary housing. First of all, okay, not my spot. Your spot. Okay, mm-hmm. you and Heck always trying to give me some stuff that I don't want. Okay, <laughs> lock, other boy, Philly, kind of lock you Philly in, other not boy. my guys. The other boy, Chicago it's was not boy. my spot. Been, I actually, <laughs> I actually never lived in the city of Chicago. Okay, I man, lived in Lake Forest. You see how other boys? Okay, like, yeah, thank you. Not okay. like all the make, other weeks. Yes, but it's been hard. I'm taking the Washington Commanders. Okay, because the NFC East is the best. Uh, division in football and the bottom of the barrel, they got to start picking it up a little bit, okay? The the Chicago Bears are struggling. They're trying to find their way. They're going to get right, okay? I need Scary Terry to have a hell of a game. So I I got the Commanders winning by 10. Let's go. Let's go. 20 to 10. 20 to 10. 20 to 10. He got some fantasy on the line so, right now. I, that's, I, I need scary too. I, that's that's yeah, that's like, yeah, I, I, I got Dave Montgomery. Yeah. I got Dave. Yeah. <laughs> it's some fantasy talk going on because he got way too hype about he that. Did, <laughs> You know what? Dead taxes in Chicago is going to have a defense. And and I think the Bears, I mean, Carson Wentz, man, is, is about to turn into a trash compactor. It's just what it is. His coaches told us, man, it's bad. So it's going to be a, man, it's going to be a horrible game. So get ready for another Thursday night snooze fest. <laughs> Watch something <Correct>. else. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be off the chain tonight. Um, I'm going low scoring, man. I'm, a, oh, man, 14. Six, something Ooh. ugly. I'm going to an ugly game. It's going to be ugly. Either mm. one of these teams can can get it going. Bears, 14 going Bears. Bears, okay. yeah. The Bears. Bears. Right. I'm going to Commanders. I'm going to Commanders, man. You trying to keep, hey, make I'm him just, pick first next time. Because you you're trying to make what sure I don't get too far ahead of you. What you talking about? Ahead? Yeah. I'm in first place. What you mean too far ahead? I'm sorry. He don't want me to get ahead of him. In Chicago. And that's why. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Flus ain't got that offense going right now. Coach Eberflus saying he, he and Washington does okay. They got better. They better than than, than what they got right now in Chicago. Right, so what you got? What so, you got? There? Oh, I got them uh, seventeen to six. That's a lot of offense. <laughs> seventeen to six. <laughs> the Commanders, so much, baby. So you went offense. out on you went out on the limb right there. Okay, Let's go. okay. Seventeen six, so, baby. So young bucks against old heads. Again. Once again, we won it. We won it last time, man. I don't know. What's, what's the overall? What's the overall? Uh, you know, I had to make sure I ain't too. Bro, you up by one. You up by one on me. All right, we got we got to go. You up by you up by one on me. That's what I know. What last week, last week yeah. you picked me and you picked different. We was both undefeated, so you up by one on me right now. And now you trying to keep it that way. I only lost two games. Okay, oh, take it outside. Take it outside. Uh, Danny McCray, Heck Mahers, and Barry Church. Jerry ain't coming on your this show. Is, yeah, man. Nobody give a about that. You trying to kick us off with some media bash? It's forty six. Forty six. Hey, man. I tell you what. Wow. This dude's got to go home. But you got to get the hell out of here, boy. Hey, you remember? This has been a production of. DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!